Bom dia, meus irmãos e irmãs, e bem-vindo ao podcast dos homens do Bom Dia. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 19th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, or perhaps afternoon, evening, or night, depending on when you're listening. As we continue discussing the game of life, amidst the other games we love to watch and play, I am one of your hosts, the Backlog Exclusive Gaming Brazilian mountaineer Lucas Ham, also the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, the quiet man himself, a Patrick Novacell. <coughs> Beautiful. Hello. Also, <laughs> sorry. Also, the guy who would rather watch paint dry than the Superman movie, but can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Good morning. And last but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, our two-time reigning. Little riding champion, a Mark Boucher. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Is anybody else feeling uncomfortable? I'm feeling uncomfortable. We've That's only a great uh, begun. Not, not yet. <laughs> if this is <laughs> now, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. If this is your first Spoiler. time, if this is your first time joining us. Welcome. If it's not, then welcome back. You seriously have a problem. Just kidding. We love you. So, guys, to start out. Do you guys know what Braille, Crisp Crates, Walkie Talkies, and Superman all have in common? Any guesses? Anyone? They're all They're things. Are... Yeah, that's a good one. Though. I mean, Superman's a person, <laughs> if we're being honest. I don't think he's a thing. I mean, don't belittle his existence, even if it's fictional. Pat, you got know. a guess? No? Nope. Ronnie? They're small. They're all things and or people. Great. Wow. You guys should be on Jeopardy. <laughs> you are a Jeopardy contestant. What oh, is oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Or people? What is things? <laughs> there you go. That's much better. <laughs> you did it right. Yes. Oh, man. All those, all those things were, that I mentioned, they were all originally invented by kids. Mostly teenagers, in fact. Happy Kid Inventors Day, guys. Aren't you excited? We celebrate it every yeah! year. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Speaking of inventors, also happy birthday to Ben Franklin. He invented kites, almanacs, and lightning, so we owe him a lot. He's a cool guy. Benjamin Franklin is the devil. He invented lightning? Is that what I heard? That's what I read in my history books. He's like Poseidon, but in the sky? <laughs> no, Zeus is the lightning guy, not Poseidon. Come on, man. Get your mythology straight. Yeah, Poseidon's the one who invented so the bifocals. Benjamin Franklin is Zeus, is what you're saying. <laughs> He's a bald Zeus, yeah. One of our forefathers, founding forefathers. Learn something He's new every day, He's on the $2 bill. You feel that, guys? That's, this is the podcast sliding off the tracks already. <laughs> we're like 45 seconds in. Wait, there are He's tracks. He's on the $2 bill? I had no idea there were tracks. Surprise! Yeah, he's on the $2 bill, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I used to love... I used to actually get those from the bank, $2 bills, and give them to people on their birthday. Not because I'm cheap, but because nobody that I know, or very few people that I know, actually used them or thought they existed back in the day. So that's that's pretty cool to be reminded of that. So on to our much-talked-about iTunes reviews. I might as well jump into some more good stuff besides the holidays uh, and the crazy things that we do for our iTunes reviews. We have a new iTunes review. Do you guys want to hear it? Whoa. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Eleven yeah. now. Yes, we are up to eleven, and our eleventh review came from Pod Addict T. I was not able to track down who that is, but they're apparently addicted to podcasts. So, thank you, Pod Addict T. Do you guys know who that is or recognize that name? I do not. Nope. Sounds like somebody we would want the approval of, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, if he's addicted to podcasts and he's reviewing us, he's a professional on such things. <laughs> um, so, lost my train of thought for a second. If Pod Addict T, if you're listening, feel free to reach out to us because we have no idea who you are. Hopefully, you're not one of those other podcasts that told us to trade reviews because if you are, we didn't review your podcast. We're sorry. Uh, so we will so reach out to us but let's go ahead and get to his review uh he titled his review great show with an exclamation point mark not exclamation point exclamation mark so he really meant it mark uh lucas patrick mark and ronnie's show is one of the rare gems you're always looking for but can never seem to find uh with expert audio quality, woo, he must be only listening Whoa. to the more recent ones, not the <laughs> <Yeah>. early ones. <laughs> uh, listen to this. Quotation fingers. Wait, it, get, it gets better. A fantastic breadth of topics. I like that. And great banter between the hosts. This wholly original podcast will leave you longing for more. Stop reading my review and hit play already. My goodness, folks. Whoa. That's the best review nice. I've ever heard. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. That was a free that's review. We did not stuff. pay anyone for that review. That is a very, that's like print that baby out and put it on your wall review. That's very nice. Thank you so much, Pod Addict T, for your nice review. Yes, thank you. If we, I may have slipped him a $2. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of that, Mark, did you confirm that Ben Franklin is not on the $2 bill? I did, in fact, confirm he is not on the $2 bill. It's Thomas Jefferson. Thank you very much. You know, that's really, <laughs> I mean, that's. Let's be honest, that's close enough. Thomas Jefferson, he... Before, any, before anybody oops us, let, let's just get yeah. that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> On our Discord, I think we have some kind of oops channel, but I don't think it's called. It's called it We yet, Wrong. So. We Wrong. Yeah, We Wrong. <laughs> so if you want to, anytime, this is a shout out to Discord. If anytime you want to call us out, you can do it on Twitter also. But on our Discord channel, we have a We, we Wrong uh, channel, and you can call us out and tell us we're wrong. But... For this one, we called ourselves out. Thank you, Mark, for showing us a $2 bill that our audio you listeners could not it. see uh, to tell us that it was not Zeus that's on the $2 bill, but it's Poseidon. <laughs> I think Thomas Jefferson, he invented running water in the United States. Thank you, Thomas Jefferson. We'll celebrate you, your birthday someday. Yeah, thank you, Hashtag Poseidon. facts. Facts. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this brings us to a total of 11 reviews. We just need four more. Only three if Mark would quit being so ashamed of us and just put a review up there. Uh, once we oh, get, oh man, I need to do that. You do. I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> well, I've, we have, we're not taking it personally. Uh, once I we, I love Lucas's little side jab. <laughs> sneaks it right <laughs> in there casually. Poke it right in there. Uh, once we get 15 <laughs> reviews, <laughs> once we get 15 reviews, I'll do something crazy. I still have no idea what it's going to be, but when we get closer, I will discuss it with the guys and do some brainstorming. We'll figure it out, uh, and we'll keep the good times rolling. Finally, uh, before what's new in the news, I want to offer a friendly reminder, reminder to make sure both new and old listeners connect with us in our community, as I've kind of already mentioned, and participate with us on the show by joining our free forum on the Discord. I, I guess we, we call it a forum. It's a free app. Uh, that I guess technically it would be a, a server on the app. Yeah. So a free server app that you can get on. That's not confusing. 
<laughs> and you can, it's really just like a super positive foreign chat room forum, not a foreign chat room where, you know, we got a couple dozen folks who are a part of our community and we just talk about all kinds of stuff. We help each other keep our New Year's resolutions, tell lots of dad jokes. Uh, but if you're not into weird apps that you don't really understand what they are, you can also link with us on Twitter and find us at the GMG podcast. And finally, you can write us uh, questions or give suggestions through email, the good morning guys at gmail.com, or even call and leave a message by phone at 929-GMG-GUYS. That's a 929 and some numbers that spell GMG-GUYS. Fantastic. So without further ado, <laughs> let's talk about what's been up in our lives. We have passed the normal fail date for resolutions. <coughs> so how's that? And maybe some of you guys got some news and entertainment, video games, sports. Ronnie? Tell me something good. All right. Uh, New Year's resolutions. I have uh, I have not moved since last week. So I'm still sitting on Infinity Wars. I got somewhere around 19 to 20 more. Um, but not bad, though. I mean, today's only the 16th. Ah, so. you got plenty of time. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Still, still doing pretty good. That's why I didn't watch one this week. How about <laughs> for the 14th time checking in on Superman? How's that going for you? Watch the trailer I at least? I didn't. I did not make it around to that, actually. All right, cool. But other than that, other than uh, not doing anything on my New Year's resolutions, I'm not currently failing. I'm just standing in a <laughs> parallel spot. Some call that procrastination. <laughs> but you can also make it sound spot. awkward. Standing in a parallel spot. I like yes, it. Something like that. So this week for me, a couple of things. Um, I did play in a volleyball tournament, if you can believe that. And I did not win, oh, but uh, it was sorry, really man. fun. I'm sure you the real tried winners your best, are the right? kids who participate. I did try my best, but it was not good enough this time. <laughs> no, sorry to hear that, man. Did you at least get a little ribbon, um, a participation ribbon or something? Um, nope, nope. I actually paid money and lost. Oh man, ouch! All right. Yep. Oh well. Yep. But I had fun. You'll have that. I had fun. Say la vie. I also went to the casino this weekend. This past weekend. And Did you won $50. Nice. Oh, there you go. I know. I usually never walk out of there with any money. Did that I was up like nah, I was up like maybe $250 at some point, but I did leave with money. All right. Cool. And then uh, lastly, I wanted to mention Rocket League again because we've been getting on there and playing like a couple nights a week. So if anybody wants to get on there and play, like hit me up on Twitter, Discord, Facebook, whatever, and uh, I will send you an invite. We just started a uh, like a little GMG club on there, so I can shoot you the club invite. And nice, uh, if you guys want to get up and play nice. together, we'll do that for sure. Is any of that streamable? Oh yeah, probably, probably. That would be cool. Pop Absolutely. it up on try the and stream. Get a, try and get a little better. I'm uh, not great yet. That's okay. But That's uh, other than that, part of my the journey. Week was pretty. My week was pretty normal, but yeah. And Rocket League, I will tell you what, what a discovery of this game. I was like, this is awesome. I'm pl- I've been playing this like almost every night. Who knew cars and overly sized soccer balls would be so fun together? It's basically soccer with Hot Wheels. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's, Can't recommend and we all it love enough. Hot Sounds about right. Um, but other than that, that was pretty much it for me. I didn't do, uh, didn't do anything else. What about you, Mark? Okay, so major highlights, I guess, for, for my week. Um, definitely the fact that we had a little bit of the uh, the old snow come into this part of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't as bad as, as certain other places in the country. Like I know uh, you guys in Ohio uh, got some pretty significant snowfall. We got we got some snow, but it was more ice than anything else. Yuck. And uh, yeah, I so do we, not we miss that the, at all. Yeah, um, I love snow. Not a huge fan of the ice, but um, so the 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 weekend was kind of really relaxed and and just hanging out. At home, uh, inside, away from the snow and the ice, uh, church ended up being canceled. So uh, we got we got a good couple of days of just relaxing, uh, which was awesome. Mark, and, Mark, I have to uh, interject a question real quick. I I want to have a moment of like uh, transparency. So as a person who works in the church, and you know, you kind of have pressure that goes along with. You know, for you, church is different than for the regular Joe Blow on the street because you have a lot of responsibility. Does it sometimes, do you ever feel guilty being happy that, that church got canceled? Or maybe you don't feel like a sense of relief, like, oh, I actually have the day off. Have you ever had that experience when that's happened? Uh, I, I, I don't feel guilty when church is canceled just because I know that, you know, my pastor is making that call and he's, he's looking out for the, the best interests of people coming and the safety of people coming. Um, so do I feel bad? No, not, not really. Um, just because, yeah, it's a nice little welcome, you know, day off, especially for me. Um, I drive an hour and change to get to church. Yeah. So, wow, that's a distance. That's, yeah, it's not just church, it's driving time as well. And so, especially with really nasty weather out, you know, I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I, nice. I only ask because, you know, I when I lived in the U.S., I had a regular 9-to-5 job during the week, and then the weekend would come, and I was also a pastor or associate pastor or volunteer. And Sundays would come, and I can count on one hand my whole life the number of times church has been canceled and I have to say there was at least once or twice where it was canceled and I was like, oh, I have a day of rest for real now, you know? So I'm just curious to see how, like, how, how you kind of felt when that happened. Well, you and I are both human beings and, you know, it's always nice to have a little bit of extra downtime. Yeah. Um, you know, we definitely understand the responsibility and, and the calling of, of being in, um, you know, in ministry and church leadership and and all that kind of stuff, but it's okay to, you know, like, okay, that's one less thing, you know, I, I can just kind of relax and that's, yeah. and that's nice. Um, and then you just pick it up next week. Um, I was feeling a little conflicted just because, um, I didn't want, you know, any of my, my feelings towards driving in, in the mess, um, uh, get conflicted with my responsibilities and and my pastor at first was kind of I was like well can you get here at at maybe 10 30 and we'll just cancel Sunday school and I was like eh, I don't know and I, I just and and my wife was just like no I'm, I'm not I don't want to go out in that yeah so and then finally, you know, he called and I told him, I said, I'm feeling a little conflicted. He said, you know what? I'm just going to call it off. It's it's all good. So I was like, okay, 
I'm glad he made that decision. And apparently it was pretty bad. Like our our street was like covered in ice and slush. Yeah. So I was glad we didn't have to go out. Yeah. But probably was a smart choice. Keep people safe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple days before that, uh, we definitely were able to get some time in with exploding kittens, for sure. Uh, with the family, because uh, we knew that the storm was coming in. So it's like, okay, we're probably not going to be able to hang out this weekend. So Friday night, let's go do our normal thing and try to fit in dinner and exploding kittens. So that was awesome. Um, basically, a lot of the week um, in, in my downtime was uh, watching, uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, something called Awesome Games Done Quick, um, or AGDQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically it's a big uh streaming marathon where all of these like top level uh video game speed runners people who try to beat these video games quickly they um they find exploits and glitches in games they they try to cut time wherever they can and they try to get the fastest time of of beating um certain games and so there's this whole week of, of, of them streaming just people with, with world records for speed runs, um, you know, actually playing these games live on stream to, to raise money. Um, it's for an organization uh, called, I believe it's uh, the Prevent Cancer Association, something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's, it's basically in the name. It's, it's an organization that tries to um, raise funds for, you know, treatment to sort of prevent you know cancer <laughs> for lack of a better word yeah um and and so um it's very enjoyable to watch um absolutely love uh, catching all the awesome speed runs and and all the ways that people can essentially break video games to get them done faster um and and also there's a lot of um that video games like you know when you download it it's called the the digital copy is called a ROM, mm-hmm. and so there's ROM hacks where they basically, um, you know, are able to mess with the game and basically create an entirely new game with the existing assets in the game. Um, like for example, they have what's called um, the Kaizo block, which is a bunch of Kaizo like NES games, typically Mario games, um, which they basically make it super difficult. Um, and these and these guys speed run these these games, and so it's awesome to watch these people play. And they raised uh, almost two point four million dollars. Wow! Uh, for nice. yeah, for this this organization, so that was definitely awesome. Uh, as much as I could, I tried to to watch. Um, I actually supported um, as well. Um, there's a, a t-shirt company I shared with you guys. The organization called the Yeti. Uh, uh-huh. It basically works with all of these, uh, all these companies or all these, you know, charities, and basically a, a portion of whatever funds they they get from t-shirt sales, um, a portion of that goes to whatever charity. So I order a shirt from the Yeti, so cool. a portion nice. of that will go to the organization. So what? Uh, yeah, that what was games? Awesome. What What was a game that you enjoyed watching on the awesome games done quick? Um, it's definitely awesome to catch the um, the Super Metroid run, which is like the very last 
uh, game they usually do. Um, this time they do, and you know, Metroid is basically, um, well, they basically coined the term Metroidvania, where you're able to go through different parts of the game and backtrack, and as you gain new abilities, you're able to go back mm-hmm. and do different things and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, basically they did what's called reverse boss order. Which uh, I've heard of that. Basically the guy, yeah, the guy started from the hardest boss with the least amount of equipment possible. Like he didn't get any of the extra suits or power-ups, but there are certain ways where he's able to, he's been able to calculate what it would take to beat these enemies. Um, and, and basically he's obviously this person has practiced quite a bit. And so he was able to, to accomplish the entire, uh, game basically in reverse. That's crazy. Um, wow. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine. Definitely. It's definitely awesome to see. Um, I bet you he gets that first boss, which is for his run of the last boss and just kind of blows on it and it disintegrates into nothing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but, um, that and, and any of the, like I said, the Kaizo, Kaizo games like Kaizo Mario, Kaizo Super Mario, all those types of games where people have basically just com- completely reconfigured the game and, and made it like 10 times harder than the normal game is. And, and so um, it's always awesome to watch people play that. So Mark, um, now in watching this, have you felt any inkling of a desire to kind of do any speed running yourself? No, not at all. <laughs> really? Because um, I don't know. After uh, these past couple weeks, I think you could do a speed run of uh, My Little Riding Champion. That would be sweet. No, we want to take our time with that. We want to enjoy the hilarity that is My Little Riding Champion, which, just a segue, well, actually, no, I have more in my week before that. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold it over you for a moment. Fair enough. Um. So I uh, I did a little bit of the adulting thing as well uh, this past week. Uh, so we bought a couch, um, which is exciting, I guess for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Couches are nice. But, uh, yeah, yeah. This one has like um, built-in like uh, plugs and USB cords and stuff like that, or not cords, but uh, inputs. <laughs> Like a, um, it's like an octopus couch. Like, there's all these cords coming out of it. It's like <laughs> Doc Ock the sofa. It's the sequel to Octodad. It's Octocouch. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it has like all sorts of inputs and stuff like that. And it's um, a reclining couch. So it's got reclining chairs in it. Um, so that comes on Friday. Uh, so that'll be awesome. Um, on the gaming front, obviously streamed part two of my little riding champion and uh it was it was much more of the same ridiculousness um as in as in part one um a lot of uh leveling up my horse and stuff like that which i was actually getting a better a better handle on wouldn't you say patrick because you were there watching yeah uh except for that one part where uh it glitched on you and you couldn't select anything, and then you had to replay stuff you already played, which was... Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. I mean, oh, yes. I bet you that was awesome. An awesome feeling. Who wouldn't want to yeah, play the game, again? Yeah, so the game crashed, which was awesome. I never would have uh, thought that would happen. 
that yeah. literally looked like a game that you could not complete fast. You had to like go slow through every single obstacle. Yep, absolutely. Now, if you wanted to, can you I, can you slam through the not slam through, but like click through the um, the audio, like them talking, be like, ah, it, uh, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you can. And I and I started doing. Did that you? Sure, I, I, was like, I can't. Well, imagine it was why. funny. This doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. This there was one matter. point where you did that, and you're like, uh, "What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> And the chat was like, maybe <laughs> listen to her next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I couldn't finish the stupid mission because it yeah. was glitching. Uh, and, and, and so, and then the game crashed. And so I had to do that whole thing again. It was probably mad at um, you for skipping the dialogue. Yeah. Way to hurt its feelings. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rebecca, I didn't listen to you. No, I'm you so didn't sorry. say the name right. You need to be like, sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was more of the same. But unfortunately, um, well, the good thing is I streamed on the on the Good Morning Guys Twitch channel, which for those who enjoy watching Twitch, you should definitely uh, follow us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and catch our, our regular streaming because we're going to try to stream some more. Um, but uh, I streamed on the on the Good Morning Guys Twitch channel, but unfortunately, archiving streams was not turned on. Yeah, was that oh, the first so time that we had streamed when I found that out. from that account? No, so that's it was the second time. <clears throat> oh, I had streamed. Yeah, that's once, right, because Lucas did it. But okay. I, I did not check my video. I had been streaming on mine before, so I just assumed it was default. I assumed. I'm yeah. sorry, it's my fault. Yeah, I'll take the blame on that one. But, uh, hey, well, and in I, any case, and I got the raw end of it too because I missed it because I was traveling and I totally was. Nah. I was the first thing I was going to do when I got home was going to pop that on the TV and watch the the archived video because my kids they were very quite intrigued. They wanted to know what was going to happen with that bearded guy that was playing that girly game. Yeah, you just have to wait till uh, part three and watch that one. I guess so. I mean, he has no choice now, right? Which, by the way, got to find that ghost. Yeah, definitely got to find you that ghost. We thought, I thought, yeah, I thought we were going to encounter the ghost because there was a portion, like, I found there's, like, a beach in the game where, like, it started making this, like, really haunting noise. And I'm like, are we going to find the ghost? Is this the ghost? And then it turned out to be nothing. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe, the, maybe it comes later. So part three of My Little Riding Champion is at... 3 p.m. Yes. Eastern this Saturday. Nice. All right. So Three weeks in wait. a row playing so, My Little Riding Champion. Man, you are killing this challenge. Yeah, you are. Yep. I am. I'm leaning into it, I suppose. Awesome. But, uh, <laughs> um, but in addition to that masterpiece of the game, um, I also was playing some Celeste. I started picking up Celeste. Uh, and right now I haven't beaten it yet. I'm in chapter five. Um, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a ridiculously hard game, but it's still very enjoyable to me. I'm used to that kind of stuff. Cause like I was a big fan of, uh, Ori in the blind forest. Um, Thornfeld Swamp. I absolutely love that game. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, Ori in the blind forest. <laughs> Part 14. Thornfeld Swamp. Thornfeld Swamp. Thornfeld Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> that probably sounded just Hashtag as beautiful. That's my form. <laughs> that's right. Sounded just as beautiful yeah. as it used to on the Married to the Games podcast. Showed out. Mm -hmm. 
But um, yeah, I, I I just got used to the fact that like you're gonna die a lot. That's just that's just the nature of the game. In fact, like with Celeste, it it points out to you at the end of every level how how many times you actually died. Um, but um, but otherwise, like I'm enjoying the story so far um, as somebody who deals with anxiety and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's definitely something that hits close to home. And Pat, I know you've been playing, um, so you might talk about this later. But, um, but uh, yeah, like the story hit real close to home for me, and I've been absolutely enjoying it. And plus, I like the puzzle elements of the game, where yeah, you die a lot, and there's a lot of platforming, but there's also a lot of like puzzle solving as well, and I enjoy that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I've absolutely been loving the game so far. So, cool man but nice. that is that is basically my week so speaking of pat how's your week man yeah so this past week weekend um we got a, a ton of snow so there was a lot of uh stuff that we did inside we also hung out outside you know we did the uh building snowmans doing snowball fights and sled and all that um hot chocolate all that stuff that you do outside with kids when when it snows uh, but we also, you know, because we only stayed outside for an hour or so, um, and then we came in. We did a lot of stuff inside. Uh, my uh, uh, my son, he got, you know, I, I think it was like 10, 10 puzzles, uh, and they're like, you know, like those, you know, twenty five piece puzzles, twenty four piece puzzles. Uh, so um, we put a lot of puzzles together uh, while we were inside. My daughter, she made uh, people out of blankets, and it is creepy <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna, that was the exact word that came to mind when you said because it's not like they can stand up they're all just laying down right she uh just, she was like come daddy like, prop them up come, on stuff yeah come look at these people i made out of blankets i'm like what what i couldn't wrap my head around it and then she showed me uh, and i just i just immediately thought of like a horror movie or one of those scary <laughs> movies and one night they're just gonna be walking around <laughs> uh, um but i mean that was i mean it's uh, she said she just watched a YouTube video and she learned how to do them. So she made four of them. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, she's very crafty. I think, I think you need to be uh, screening some of the stuff she's watching on YouTube. Oh yeah, we we do. Yeah, she's on YouTube, kids. <laughs> creepy, yes. creepy yeah. blanket she, people. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's only allowed to watch the uh, uh, channels that are that uh, we allow her to subscribe to. So which is you yeah, know, it's just fine. Um, so we did that. Uh, we paid for our Disney trip. Uh, which we're going yeah, yeah. to next Woo-hoo! month. So uh, February 15th, we are uh, heading out to Disney. And uh, Spencer Stapleton and his family are actually going to be down there too. Uh, same resort. So that's going to be pretty cool to hang out. To hang out. Street team. Yeah, awesome. right? Uh, so uh, I, don't, I don't know how much we're going to be hanging out with him because um, uh, we have all different schedules. Uh, but uh, there, I think they're... I don't know how big the resort is. That would be crazy if we were like one door down from them. You know, like what are the that odds? So you know, cool. so um, yeah. so that'll be fun. So we paid for that. My wallet hit. Uh, you know, got a big hit. So, uh, but it's fine. We'll get our tax returns coming up, and then we'll pay for it all. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's pretty do much. They, do your kids each have like favorite Disney characters? Um. Um. 
my daughter, she likes like. Are they looking forward to seeing like one character more? Um, I mean, she I, like the blanket, the blanket people in like uh, Little Mermaid. It's yeah, the, yeah, the blanket people. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see those in the background with that uh, needs you know, to be a scary movie dancing for sure. around in second. The blanket people. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, like Little Mermaid. Uh, she likes Moana. Uh, my son really likes the Toy Story. Um, and cars, cars is pretty much his, his number one. So he loves that. Um, good man, yes. Clark. Nice. Good man. <laughs> I bet you he likes Wally a lot too. Uh, no, I won't let him watch that trash. <laughs> you would. <laughs> <laughs> Haters gotta hate. <laughs> it's like absolutely not. <laughs> uh, no, but I do. I do need to watch smallest. Cars one, one and two. I've seen three with him because that's I think that's on Netflix right now, or it was. You watched um, three without watching one and two. Come on, Patrick. I, I, I know. They're talking There's cars. Continuity. What, it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Pixar doesn't just do that. They give you a real story. And once you watch it all through again, you might uh, just... I'm just going to do the cars and feel five something. minutes feel YouTube something. video. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Just stop. Just stop it. Uh, no, I'll, I'll watch them. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it for my week. Uh, I did uh, some. I did a bit of gaming this week. Uh, I did some serious just gaming. Just a bit. Uh, my buddy came over. 2019 is the year of Patrick and gaming. It is. You're yeah. a beast. So uh, Friday night, Chris came over and we played Madden uh, like we normally do. But we also played this new game I got is called Far- Farpoint. And uh, Farpoint is like a first-person shooter. Um, and I got this aim controller. And this aim controller is like a gun. So you hold it in front of you while you're standing and where you aim the gun is going to be where you're aiming in the game. So if you want to turn left, you know, you move your head left, and you move your gun to the left, and, you're, you know, it tracks your movement. Um, so it was, and every time you shoot the gun, uh, the, the gun rumbles. So it feels mm-hmm. like you're actually shooting the gun. Um, it, and it's, it's unlike, uh, like, Beat Saber. Like, Beat Saber, I can play for, like, like five hours straight and I, I have done that and I don't get like I don't get sick I don't get disoriented or anything but this VR game uh Farpoint you have to walk while you're shooting um and I could only pretty much play for about 40 minutes max before I you know got a little disoriented or lightheaded that uh mm. I needed to take the headset off so um my buddy and I we would play I would say I would say play 10-15 minutes and then we would trade off um, and yeah, it was, it's a, it's a fun game. And I, and I hope, I think there are two other games like this, like Call of Duty style games, uh, where it's first person shooter in VR, um, that I'm going to need to check out cause I'm having so much fun with this game. I think I'm about halfway. Are you sure it wasn't through. the, sure it wasn't the spiders that were. Oh dude. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because uh, <laughs> I've heard about those spiders. Those spiders are like, you know, they're crawling on the ground and they're jumping after you. And then those are the small spiders. I mean, there's all sizes of spiders. Uh, you know, there's huge like building st- tall spiders that are, that are coming after you. Um, and it gets kind of, you know, uh, crazy and you start to sweat. Your blood starts pumping because in VR, I mean, it really feels like they're right in front of you. Um, yeah, I can. Is, I can't imagine. That is a nice heaping hot plate of. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there were spiders in this game. Scary. No, and I was like, no, oh, what did I get myself into? Uh, but uh, but bones aren't quitters, and I'm gonna finish the game. 
that's that's fake news. Fake news. Uh, yeah. There are, there are divers, exceptions. my friend. <laughs> yeah. Hell divers, case yeah, in point. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that, and then um, I played uh, played Celeste, like uh, like Mark. Um, however, I beat the game. Um, I was I, I was through Congrats. five chapters, and I was like, this is an okay game. You know, I was getting kind of frustrated with how many times I've died. You know, I died about 1,200 times in that game. Uh, by the time I had beaten it, um, and there were certain parts where it was where it was tough, uh, but like Mark said, that the story is where that game really shines, and the reasons why you're dying um, really plays into the story, um, and uh, it really hit me personally um, the story uh, of Celeste. And I'm not going to go into any any spoilers about what Celeste, uh, what the what the uh, you know the the narrative is behind Celeste. Um, if you do want to find out, you can you can message me. But um, but yeah, I'll just was, tell them she's she's a kleptomaniac. You can you can talk about it. Yeah, she's part of the Wet Bandits. Uh, she uh, yeah, <laughs> Wet Bandits strike again. <laughs> You're sick, Mark. You're sick. Celeste You're sick. the klepto, uh, <laughs> the female um, member of the Wet Bandits. But yeah, that was uh, a beautiful shout the, out, Patrick. Yeah, chapter six uh, was really when the story uh, really had um, had hit me uh, personally, um, and it all came together. Um, and at that point, I had to pause the game and step away from it because it was uh, just bringing back memories uh, from a couple years, three years ago for me. So I had stopped and I put the game down for like three days, and I couldn't go. I couldn't go back to it. Um, and then I had a conversation. Um, with a couple people and, you know, kind of get my feelings out in the air and, 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 you know, talk it out. And then I went back to Celeste and beat it. And after I beat it, I was like, man, I can see why this game was, um, garnering the game of the year awards in 2018. Hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, at, you know, judging a book by its cover, you're like, oh, this is a 2d side scroller. It looks like it's from regular Nintendo days, you know? And you're just like, I don't, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't look like it would be game of the year and uh and because 2d side scrollers aren't my thing and that's another that's one of the reasons why i never picked it up um you know i know jared Orr and jeff swan they were like you need to you need to play this they were the, they were the, the guys that were that were you know pumping this game up and i'm like nah 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 but then it came out for xbox game pass and i'm like well you know why not why why not try this out um and i'm so glad i did because um th- this game is you know is I mean, it's only January fifteenth, January sixteenth. Um, it is my number one game of the year so far. Um, so nice, uh, yeah. Look at that. You think so it, it's good? You think it could last to the end of the year? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Resident Evil Two is coming out. You know, there's there's Days Gone. There's uh, oh, the what qu- is it? The Quiet Man Two. I think. <laughs> the, that's yeah, out The Quiet Man Two. No, no. <laughs> um, but the the end of The Walking Dead final seasons co- is coming out next month. So. Um, just a lot of games coming up, so um, we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah, go Pat- ahead. Patrick, did you uh, did you end up using any of the assists, or did you do it completely? Without so um, I didn't know that there were assists until I was watching Ed's stream uh, of Celeste, 
uh, he did, he's not very good at platformers and he turned on assist mode and apparently there's like five different assists that you can put on there. Like there's like invincibility. You can slow down the game speed. Um, you can have unlimited dashes. I'm like, what? I didn't know anything about this. I'm in chapter <laughs> seven and I'm just getting <laughs> frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to try to beat this game uh, without the assist. And I beat the game without the assist. And I went back. I was like, what is nice? You know, you with the assist, you're just flying right. around doing, you know, like it, it, it didn't. The, if I would have played the game with assist mode on from the beginning, I don't think it would have had that big of an impact on me um, if I did that. So uh, I'm glad I didn't hmm. do that. Um, Good on you for going. With yeah. That. Yeah. No doubt. <clears throat> Um, and then um, I played uh, a little bit of Onrush, uh, yeah, and you I did. platinum that bad boy. Yeah, I played a little bit of Beat guns. Saber, and, and I platinum that bad boy. <laughs> and then I oh. played a little bit of Burly Men at Sea. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh man! And I platinum that so bad funny. boy. That's a thing. I'm pretty so, sure you made fun of me last year when I got the platinum for that. <laughs> burly Men, just Burly Men at Sea. Just the name uh, of it. I'm like, what is that game? But I saw that it was like an hour and a half platinum. Sounds. And um, I was going to be at my, uh, I had to take my daughter to dance on Monday night. And it's an hour and a half. She has two classes, 45 minutes each. And I'm like, sweet, I'm going to bring my Vita and I'm going to get the platinum on this. Uh, and I think I got about uh, 90% of the uh of the trophies there, and then I came home. Yeah, it's um, a little closer finished. to two hours. Yeah, and then I finished the platinum. Yeah, it took about two hours uh, for me. But yeah, so I got three platinums this past week, and uh, I'm working on Order 1886 right now. I booted that up about an hour before we started this podcast, so I'm in Chapter 3. I don't know how many chapters there are, but uh, I have my little trophy guide for that one. I played yeah. that when it first came out. Uh, I gamefly that one. And uh, uh, I don't I don't really remember much of it, so it's kind of cool going back to it uh, now as I'm going through the trophies. So yeah, that's my week. Mm-hmm. How about you, Lucas? What's up with you? Well, let's see. My family is still on vacation. This is their last full week of vacation with me. My kids and wife are enjoying the summer with me all together here in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, uh, let's see, this past weekend, we did some traveling, which is, as I mentioned earlier, which is unfortunately why I missed Mark's stream of My Little Pony, uh, adult edition. And um, let's see, besides the traveling, on Monday we went swimming. Uh, the school that my wife Rock teaches about at it. and kids go to, I know, right? <laughs> we went swimming in the nice hot weather, no snow, no ice. It was glorious when you're talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll just direct these towards Ronnie and Mark. Unless they (laughs) shush me, then I'll just talk to myself. Um, But besides swimming, we also... So someone had given us boomerangs the other day. I don't know how much experience you guys have with boomerangs. Is that like a gift that you give in Brazil? Like, hey, uh, you know what these people need? Boomerangs. They need boomerangs. It was totally random. A dude from my church, he just was like, uh, you think your kids would like these? I'm like, ah, I don't know. Sure, why not? So he gave me like two traditional boomerangs and then one of those three-pronged boomerangs. That It's still called a boomerang, but it looks like a ninja star. Um, 
Is a ninja star so, only three pronged? I mean, there are three pronged ninja stars. I don't. Have you ever played Ninja Gaiden? Oh, they have three okay. Pronged yeah, ninja yeah, stars yeah. In yeah there. Okay. Are they small and like jagged, or are they like rounded at the end? <laughs> no, they're they're rounded. No, no animals or people were hurt during our uh, boomeranging. Um, no, they're probably like as big as a a plate, like a okay. medium to large sized plate. Okay. I would say. So. Yeah, those uh, those three prong ones are actually called trumerangs. For real? Nope. Liar. No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> fake news. Yeah, I was about to say we've we've called you out on fake news in the past, Mark, and then you've been you've flashed your Google screen, your cell phone screen to us, and uh, proved us wrong. But yeah. That, that definitely nope, sounded very weird. Thank you for that fake news. That was very nice. Um, but we, <laughs> the, my kids finally remembered that we had boomerangs, and uh, we took them out, threw them around, and uh, my kids were definitely not naturals with them. Have, do you, have you guys ever thrown a boomerang before? Uh, yeah, pro- 30 years ago. <laughs> 30 years ago? <laughs> you, how old were you, seven, six? <laughs> Three? Oh, I was I was five. I remember it vividly. I'm like, ah, these don't come back to me. <laughs> Three. And then it smacked you in the face. <laughs> yeah, sure. I've never used a boomerang before. Well, they're definitely. I not. mean, do you get it to actually like come back to you? I if actually you throw it right. It's like the most dangerous of all. The if toys. you throw it right, I we actually we threw them for about a good 15, 20 minutes, and by the end, I was getting it to come back within probably ten feet of me, five to ten feet. I almost hit my wife once, and uh, it was good times. And uh, so we did that for a little bit. Then I also brought our little mini drone that I got the family for me for real for Christmas. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I finally let my kids fly it. And within five minutes, my On daughter the ran the ran the drone into my wife's leg and cut her. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> and my son made it fly like like it was a good thing we were in a field because if he if we hadn't, it would have like gone into a tree. It would have gone onto a roof, like you said, Pat. Uh, my son just like panicked and he just held down the button and the drone just was like and it just started <laughs> flying away and I'm like stop 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 <laughs> so that was fun they both got about five minutes and they uh, we, cool. we paid for it pretty much it was good times yeah no, it was really fun and uh, we were in a good open field and <laughs> even though my wife got cut it wasn't like bleeding cut it was just she had a little welt it left a little welt on her leg so uh, yeah it happens if it's going to happen to anyone, my wife would say it would happen to her. <laughs> and uh, then uh, other than that, uh, my wife and I continued phase two of the MCU challenge in-game prep, in-game prep for April. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy. And, man, the music on that movie, in that movie, amazing. Yeah. And the jokes are just so classic. I love that's That's really, to me, that's when the MCU started to kind of get a real sense of humor was with guardians of the galaxy i'm really i'm just i really like and uh ronnie this is for you to to listen to if you're like still kind of dragging your feet with the mcu movies that you're you haven't watched really yet you can just go ahead and start with guardians of the galaxy because it is going to be your kind of humor i know i think we've already told you this already but i just love the way that they've pretty much set up that other than earth the rest of the universe could care less. Like they, everything's a joke to the rest of the universe, and it is so funny, and I, I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I actually like in the Infinity Wars movie that I liked. Like those characters were like the funniest characters out of all of them. 
Um, so it, it did make me want to watch that first. I did look for it on Netflix, and apparently Guardian of the Galaxy 1 is not. What? Uh, wow. They only have the second one on there. So, really? Uh, that's why I did not watch it. Huh. Well, in Brazil, they have uh, they have Guardians of the Galaxy 1, so I can Twitch stream it if you want, and then you can watch it through the Twitch stream. Just let me know. I might have to do that. You won't I have do that. it. That's a lie. <laughs> I'll just I'll just let you have it. I'll trade you straight up for Superman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, jeez. But no, that I, I I thought those characters were hilarious. I I really do actually want to watch those. Yeah, you definitely should watch them. Uh, the music and the jokes, classic, good stuff. Um, besides that, we just actually just tonight we we closed out the uh, phase two by watching Age of Ultron, and uh, you know it was still good. I think there are quite a few people that think that Age of Ultron is their least favorite Avengers, and I guess if I think about it, Age of Ultron is probably my least favorite too. Um, but uh, I think it just kind of sets up for Civil War. Like there's a lot of interchanges between captain america and tony stark that it's like oh okay we're we're gearing up for civil war uh and it's also proof that for a lot of these movies for for a lot of this time period the avengers just kind of shoot themselves in the foot often uh but it also provides a lot of character development so i appreciated it all in the same breath you know sure um uh, on the continuing the family front my son has had a very traumatic week um he from new year's eve i think i'd mentioned on one of the last podcasts that on new year's eve and new year's night uh he panicked from all the fireworks and since then he has developed a very severe fear of lightning and rain uh not more the more the lightning than the rain i think the association like he just now is lumping fireworks rain and lightning are all bad and thunder i guess uh, it's not really lightning, but uh, he has gotten to the point now where every night he's like, "Can you check the weather?" This is my six, this is a six year old boy. And yeah. He's asking his parents wow. to check the weather for him, and it doesn't. I don't know why he asks because it doesn't even help him. If we tell him it's all good, then he's like, "Yeah, the rain's still coming. I know it. You're liars." <laughs> he doesn't say it like that, but that's what he's thinking. And like like a night like tonight, it actually predict like a thirty forty percent chance of rain. There's no rain yet. Um, but once we told him there was a chance of rain, he was struggling to go to sleep. Um, but he's been having a hard time with that. Patrick, have your, have your kids had any fear issues, uh, severe fear issues with anything? Uh, no, uh, they actually love, uh, lightning and thunder. Uh, they, my, my wife, she, she loves, uh, lightning storms. Uh, she always goes outside if, even if it's raining, she's going to go outside on our porch and she's going to watch them. And the kids love to go out there and watch it too. Um, yeah. I've tried to do that with my kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I could care less, you know. Like, uh, I've been out there a couple times with my wife watching the lightning. I mean, if it's going to be consistent lightning, like, you know, every 10 seconds kind of lightning, then I'll go out there and watch it. But if, it's, if I have to sit there and wait, you know, a minute or two between lightning strikes, that's just... I get bored pretty pretty quickly with that. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, for my son, I guess I think it, it all comes down to the fact that he's just got super sensitive hearing. Um, I've, I've heard, and it's mainly been for my wife who's done research on such things, but I've heard that redheads in general have a, a very high sensitivity to things. 
Like it's been studies have been done that I guess that have shown that uh, redheads for whatever reason have a, a higher sensitivity level of sensitivity to to sounds and to feelings and emotions now, and those kind of things. What about red beards, Ronnie? Uh, no, I don't have sensitive uh, sensitivity like or extra sensitivity to anything. I feel like so. <laughs> Fair enough. Apparently, so, got have a full head of red hair. So red beard, good. For, Redhead. For the people who bad. do not know, I have blonde hair, but my beard is like a tint of red, like all the time. So, and nice. I feel like it gets darker as I get older. Yeah, I also have a little red in my beard as well, but my my hair's brown, so it doesn't show up as much. But uh, my son, he like. Like where we used to live in Achibaya, we, we lived in an apartment complex that had multiple apartment complexes along the road. And so uh, when cars would drive by or people would walk by with flip-flops, I think I've told you guys before, you could hear the sound. And he would, like especially when cars or motorcycles would go by, he would cover his ears with his hands. So he has got super sensitive hearing. And actually, he's proven mm-hmm. it. Sometimes my wife and I have been talking in the kitchen and my son's been in the dining room. And my son has responded to some of the things we've said to each other. Like he's got oh, like man, he can hear everything. He's got like supersonic hearing, so uh, this thunder has been affecting him very badly. Uh, the other traumatic thing that happened is he lost a second tooth, and Whoa. it was quite the situation. So uh, I think Sunday or Monday it got loose, and he just started to panic. He was afraid he was going to swallow it. He was afraid it was going to hurt. And then yesterday morning, he woke up, and the tooth was literally. Per, uh, perpendicular to the rest of his teeth. Oh, like whoa. It had, it had turned sideways. And instead of him just like letting us touch it so it would fall out, because that's all we literally needed to do was to touch the tooth. He instead like held his mouth like this for literally half the day. Half the day he held his mouth open. He, and he talked like this, nice. like most of the day. And he would, <laughs> he would constantly, every like five or ten seconds, he would go on. Because <laughs> he couldn't swallow his spit, <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous, and it took everything within me not to take more pictures of him and film it because I was afraid I would then post it on Facebook and scar him for life. But he would—he just was completely like so afraid of what was going to happen. Now, eventually, I gave him like a, a cutoff point, and I said, "Okay, by this time, son, if if you don't take care of this, we're going to take care of this for you." And so the time came, and he wouldn't do it. So I said, give me a hug. And I gave him a big bear hug, and my wife came over and she, with a paper towel, and she just grabbed it and popped <laughs> it out, like, within a second. Like, it, did, it took nothing. Well, of course, as soon as she popped it out, he was like, is it bleeding? And it was bleeding, and it bled a little bit more than it should have. <laughs> but he said it didn't hurt, and he survived. Now he's happy. He, the tooth dude visited him last night. And he the got his little dude. certificate. The dude? <laughs> yes. So with my kids, uh, my daughter gets visited from the tooth fairy, and my son gets visited from the tooth dude, and he gets a little certificate that has a guy fairy on it, and their their little certificates. Nice. Uh, every the, for every ticket, it kind of represents a toy or a thing you can do if they if they keep them. Like if they collect four or five, I guess we do a bigger event, like take them to. Uh, McDonald's in a movie or something like that. Instead of just giving them straight up money, we give them uh, certificates because the certificates say like what the date was and where they lost the tooth and that kind of stuff. So that was that was the fun with my kids. Cool. Um, so uh, on the gaming front, 
I finished the campaign on hard for Strider. And this Monday, January 21st, I will be getting the Platinum live on stream by doing a speed run of the game. So, for all you uh, Twitch watchers, you can join me uh, starting around 5.30 p.m. It's going to take me a, a, a little around four hours. The trophy says I have to do it under four hours. And after playing through it on hard and collecting pretty much everything, it took me like six hours to do that. And I ran around looking for some of these collectibles for a long time. So I'm pretty sure I'll be able to do it unless I totally choke and screw things up. I think I should be able to do it in under four hours. But I'm going to start around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that's Monday, January 21st. Put it in your calendars. Join me. We'll chat. And I will get that plat for so Strider. If if you pause the game, will that does that count towards the timer? No, Because I'm assuming checked, that you're going to want to Which eat is very or, good. Yeah, and stuff. No, I'm fasting. I'm I'm going straight up, not drinking, not going to the bathroom. I'm going to sit there. I'm not even going to blink. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, <laughs> that isn't healthy, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm going to blink. Uh, but no, it'll be, you know, I'll uh, it'll be 5.30 for you guys, but actually for me it'll be 8.30. So I'm going to put the kids to bed, and then I'm just going to play until I do it and get it done. Awesome. Uh, I, did t- I did test the pausing thing, and it does not affect the time. Uh, which I was cool. very glad to see because when I played it on hard the first time, I'm, I missed one, uh, one collectible. Like I collected all of these large canisters that are energy canisters. I collected all but one. I missed one accidentally because it, it started a cutscene and I didn't realize it would. And if I would have started it over, it would have taken me so far back. I, it was, I couldn't handle it mentally. Oh. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to just... But they're not really hard to collect. They show up on the map, and I'll know better next time. And I'm going to play it on normal. I'm not going to play it on hard. So okay. it should be it should be easier. Um, besides that, uh, I also finished the challenges and the main campaign for Onrush with my buddy Patrick. Yeah. Um, for those that, nice. you know, we've talked about it before. It was a free and very fun PS Plus racing game that has some very some Overwatch overtones to it. Uh, did that another day the other day. I just have a couple trophies left. I plan to uh, get some of those trophies, but then next Monday night, January 28th, I'm going to be streaming again, and this time I'm going to be breaking open about 50 or more gearboxes. Uh, those are like loot boxes for Onrush, and during that time I'm also going to be telling 50 or more dad jokes. Nice. Yes. The sequel, Patrick started it, I'm going to continue it. So Love we're going to be doing some dad jokes, some gearboxes. Maybe Mark or Patrick would like to join. If Ronnie wants to buy a PS4 in the next week and a half, he could also join us. That would be sweet. Uh, so I'll be doing that uh, in a week and a half. Also, my kids and I are about to finish Lego uh, The Hobbit <coughs> game, and we are knocking on the door to Erebor and to pay a little visit to that good old our good old dragon buddy Smaug. And uh, my son is so pumped to go see Smaug. He loves dinosaurs and dragons. Like whether they breathe fire and are fictitious or were real, he loves big giant lizards. So uh, he's very excited about that. You know, as I've been playing uh, the Hobbit game, I'm I've I've been reminded of the movies, and I'm sure maybe some of you have seen the movies. Have you guys seen the movies, the Hobbit movies? Yes. Now have have you guys? I have. 
Okay, Ronnie, I was going to say, if you're just going to shake your head, that's not going to help the listeners know if you're saying this or no. I am just going to throw it out there that earlier you said my son held his mouth like this, but nobody can actually see you. Touche, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) Way to call me out 10 minutes after. We are even. (laughs) We are even. No, we're not. No, no, no. Until you watch Superman, we are never even, my friend. Never even. Uh, But... So, have you guys also read the book, The Hobbit Books? Nope. Negative. All right. Mark, have you? Hot movies or books? Uh, I have read bits and pieces of The Hobbit. I kind of we kind of had to read it for uh, during middle school, and I couldn't get through the whole book. <laughs> I just there's a lot of like singing and stuff. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't, you don't have to sing along. You just, you know, you just read through it and move on. But fair enough. So, I, uh, I've read the books and I've watched the movies. Now I'm playing the games and I'm being reminded that I do not like the movies. They took a single book and they tried to apply a formula to it that they used for the Lord of the Rings, which is literally three books, and so they made three movies. Well, The Hobbit is one book. And they made three movies, and they embellished this thing. They took story arcs from other time periods in Middle Earth lore. Uh, they created a romance between a dwarf and an elf. They shoehorned Sarhan, Sarhan into the story, uh, which my son was very excited to see. And while the game is still really fun and I enjoy it, it reminds me of how uncomfortable I was with their interpretation of of the book, and it, and it made me realize that they had they had changed the story and truly put this Michael Bay treatment to an otherwise nice and heartwarming adventure. Oh, and also, the opposite of that dwarf, that dwarf elf love triangle with Legolas, who really was unnecessary to the movie. A dwarf. A dwarf. Yeah, it really was a dwarf <laughs> love triangle. I'm now crea- I, we're, we're now creating a name for it. It's a dwarf love triangle. It was so awkward <laughs> and so uncomfortable. They, they kind of brush over it quickly in the, the game. But even my kids looked at me, and my daughter's like, do that dwarf and elf like each other? And I just looked at her, and I'm like, don't, don't, let's just don't worry about it. We're moving on. No dwarf love in this house, so we don't, we don't like that kind of stuff. But I digress. Actually, I don't digress because awkwardness, uncomfortableness, that's exactly what we're talking about today. So uh, let's jump into our topic. Let's talk about our pet peeves, talk about the realities of life. Sometimes life doesn't go our way. And tonight we are talking all about it. So ready or not, here we come. We got pet peeves. We got situations in our lives that make us uncomfortable. We have moments that either we instigate or others instigate that are totally and purely awkward. And so to start out this topic, I want to start things out with a game of Would You Rather. Oh, nice. Okay, let's go. Yeah. A.K.A. 21st Century Presidential Election Game. Oh, how do you like that political joke that's the last time i'll make a political joke during this show for those that are political i'm sorry for those that are not 
How about them apples? Okay. So, <laughs> would you rather? Let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, there are no rules to this game. We're not actually playing the game. We're not going to keep score as much as I wanted to. Uh, I just want you guys to give your honest answer. Feel free to share any anecdotes or struggles you have. Some of these are easy. Some of these are hard. Some of these are very, very uncomfortable. So, uh, Mark, Pat, and Ronnie, would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? Cat with a dog. For sure. Yeah, definitely cat with a dog personality. Mark? Yeah, I would definitely say a cat with a dog personality. 100%. Hands down. Cat with a dog personality, hands down. Now, I have to say, I have personal experience with this. I have not just met a cat with a dog's personality. It also had thumbs, which made it the coolest cat I've ever met in my life. Oh, so it could play games with you? It Little totally could play games. The problem was, the, toilet. It's, the cat's <laughs> name was Spooky. Yeah, it could also flush toilets. The cat's name was Spooky, and he was he was he jumped because of everything. But he was just like a dog. He would go up to you, let a, you rub its belly, and he had thumbs. It was that's he was wild. An awesome cat wildness. Well, that was that was the easy one because I figured we would all choose that. But all right, our second situation is this: Would you rather speak and understand all languages, or speak and understand all animals? Animals. Definitely animals. Mark? Animals, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I would go with that. I'm going to be the black sheep of the group. I'm definitely going with understanding and speaking all languages. For one, there's so many good things you can do by understanding all languages. Being an ambassador, helping people through cultures and across cultures and everything. And two, yeah, but animals, animals. Wait, just let me make point two, and then you can, and then you can shoot me down, okay? <laughs> what really? What the animals have to say? Uh, I pooped in the kitchen. I have you ever seen Doctor Doolittle? A butt. Yes, that is not real. And animals do not think this cool is, stuff you just like did that. The they think it's yeah. The situation is real that we just came uh, up with. No. I thought we were on Fantasy Island still. <laughs> nope, this is real island. <laughs> this is real talking with animals or our languages, but. <laughs> so people already out there there's a lot of there's a lot of people already out there that speak a lot of languages that are ambassadors but, but, but there languages? is nobody nobody can understand animals and speak their language so okay. you'd be the first be one cool. the only one to be doing this you know how i guess king of animals i don't know if that'd be awesome because what well, you're gonna tell people you're gonna be like well that dog just told me that you picked your nose and they could be, like, be like Aquaman, but on the land. Yeah, but they don't have to do what you say. They could just totally shoot you down. And instead of like them barking at you, they're going to be like, I'm going to eat your face, and you're going to be even more scared of them. What animals are you having? <laughs> Good night. Welcome to the city of Sao Paulo, Brazil. <laughs> Lots of stray dogs. <laughs> stray. Rabbit stray, dogs, Stray apparently. pigeons. Uh, fair enough. All right. Stray pigeons. Yeah, watch out for them stray pigeons. <laughs> All right, third one. Would you rather... Switch your eyes with your mouth or your ears with your nose. So do I have two mouths? Yes. And one eye. And one eye. Yeah, so you can, you know. Oh, one poke in the eye and you're done then. Multitask. <laughs> ah, yeah, but Cyclops, Cyclops was a very feared, he was a much feared mythological creature. And he had yeah, but we eye. don't get any extra special powers, right? Just uh, the switch. 
Yeah, but you got two mouths. So you can multitask. But if I drip something, it goes into my eye, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so if you're a really sloppy eater, you're going to get all that How into your eye. How many times you miss your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be bad. So, so, so with the 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 two noses and one ear, I guess I would you would say that. Yeah, oh, one that's a whole other thing I never one nose, of. one nose on the front, and then you've got the. No, you already have a nose on the front. It's got to be your bull. Shoot. Yep. You'd have the one ear. Two noses, one on each Thank side. Thank you. Two noses. Right. Yeah. You know what? You know what he said. I I'd switch the eyes and mouth. Yeah, the eyes and eyes mouth because I already have to. I already have allergies. I don't want two types of allergies in my nose so no thanks i don't have to blow both noses mm. <laughs> so would i have two sets of teeth so then yes uh-huh okay it's gonna cost right. you way more money at the dentist oh my god yeah gosh. i think i'm yeah. gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with nose and ears because i already feel like they're already kind of similar orifices if that makes sense <laughs> Uh, they just they're they're very similar and they're not the same and you're gonna look like a you know a vampire bat with that with your ear on the front of your face and you're gonna look really funny with your nose kind of poking out the side of your head but I I think the location of your eye down below and your double mouths I don't know it seems too complicated I feel like an ear would block your vision well how not I don't have very big ears so I think it'd be okay if I if I'm gonna have one ear. That that's got to be like the the ears got to have like the best hearing possible, because like I use obviously everybody uses both their ears. How would well, you wear headphones? Can hear. <laughs> you couldn't play any game in headphones. <laughs> you you just, couldn't do any game what? with headphones. Yeah, at all. you could. You just one would be wasted because it'd sit on the back of your head, and then the other headphone would go on the front of your face. Also, I'm just going to throw it out there because look- you only have one ear. If you get an ear infection, you're not going to be able to hear a thing. Okay, but... You're not going to have the other ear. Yeah. If you only have one eye, you're not going to play a lot of sports very well because you're not going to have that three-dimensional thing <laughs> you going. You know what they say, you know, these- keep your eye on the ball. You know, it's like, you got it. Oh, you yeah. Have to change uh-huh. That's what the pirates used to say to each other back well, in the there's, one- there, there's a spider running around here. I got to go kill it. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You playing that game again? Hold on. Do it. Kill it. Oh, gosh. Oh, microphone's down and everything. Kill that ah. spider. Speaking of that, uh, yesterday, another cockroach crawled through my living room again, and I very much oh, killed God. it. It was so disgusting. Mm. I had flashbacks of episode. <laughs> All right, I got it. Whatever it was. I don't believe you. Fake news. I wanted to hear the slap. I wanted to hear the ah! oh, the scream from you. <laughs> Hold on. There's a cockroach on my leg right now. Calm down, guys. <laughs> Look out. Hey, that was going... a good catch of your microphone, by the way. That was that thing almost <laughs> yeah. fell off the table. All right, did you? I I feel like we discussed it more than we decided, but at this point, I don't know that there's really a good answer. You're you're messed up either way. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went down we went down the rabbit hole. With there's that no one. good answer for that one. All right, next one. Would you rather lose the ability to lie, or believe everything you are told? Lose the ability to lie. Yeah, I would say lose the ability to lie. Mm, Patrick? Yeah, I agree. You find Christian folk. I, I also would say lose the ability to lie. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to believe everything I'm told because once a few people find that out, there are going to be people that take advantage of that, and you're you're up the creek without a paddle. So, yep. good call, guys. Um, would you rather have a billion dollars for yourself or a thousand dollars for every single hungry or homeless person in the world? 
How many homeless people are there? Or hundreds. <laughs> well, okay. Can I? Can I? I'm trying to do the math here, and I think there's way more. I don't need a billion dollars. In terms of what, hungry, what, there's a lot of hungry. This, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, there's a lot of homeless is, too, but there's definitely more hungry. That's a tough one. Because I'm thinking, like, one. would these people feed actually, the hungry? Would these people actually use this thousand dollars for for good? No, probably would not. Half of them waste it. You know, I mean, like, that's oh, that's the risk you take. Yeah. You would never know if you kept the billion dollars for yourself. So, you know. Now, it doesn't say that you get the billion dollars and you can only use it on yourself. You just, you yourself would get a billion dollars. So do you trust yourself to use a large portion of that money? And would you have enough money to be able to then help people at some point in the future to the same degree that you could help uh, the whole world by giving all the hungry and homeless $1,000? Would I do more good with that billion dollars? Uh, would I, right. you know, like... Are you saying like uh like create or found a, a foundation uh for yeah. something that would happen that would be in you know uh for years to come? So Yeah. I think I think for me, like I would I would wanna give every person a thousand dollars because and, and hear me out, I think I no, I can't I can't say what they're gonna do with the thousand dollars. They could spend it foolishly, but at least I know I'd be giving them an opportunity to start somewhere. Every person would get an opportunity to start. And what what you do with it is in your court. I could see the other side of it where you like start a foundation with the with the billion dollars or whatever, but at least like everybody gets equal footing to start from zero and and go from there. So I think that's what I, I would do. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I think giving a thousand dollars to every single hungry and homeless person because, you know, there's there's tribes there are the, of that you, we don't even know about. Um and there are there are some that we do know about. So there's like a hundred kids that are that are hungry. You know, that's a hundred thousand dollars uh for that community that they can use. Uh so yeah, I think I'll, I'll do, I think I'll do the thousand dollars. I think I'm going to commit and again be the black sheep and I'm going to take the billion. I'm going to start <laughs> I'm going to start the foundation and I'm going to teach men to fish and not just give them a thousand fish for them to squander it away cuz I'll be honest in general I don't trust a lot of people. So yeah. I'm going to go with the billion dollars and I'm going to I'm going to foolishly trust myself to start a foundation. Uh would you rather eat no candy at Halloween or no turkey at Thanksgiving? candy i don't have a sweet tooth i would say turkey at thanksgiving i don't really like turkey that much i would say yeah i would say turkey actually i went back and forth i would just eat go ahead you would just i would just i would just eat ham or something at thanksgiving because i mean all meat is created equal or candy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i don't know man bologna and turkey and bacon those three are not all equal but uh, I would definitely. I would. They're all yummy. So, uh, eh, I don't know about bologna. When you fry it, <laughs> yeah. bologna is yeah, yummy. Bologna, when you fry no, it, thanks. Bologna. How, what how about dude. olive loaf? Which I don't think olive loaf is actually meat. So, uh, I went back and forth on this, but I'm gonna have to go gonna talk about that. because I live in Brazil and nobody celebrates Halloween here, and I can just eat candy every other day. I'm gonna say no, hollow, no Halloween, no candy at Halloween. I'll stick with my turkey and my turkey sandwich on Thanksgiving. Here's where things get uncomfortable. Would you rather eat crap that tastes like chocolate or eat to- chocolate that tastes like crap? 
I would rather eat the crap that tastes like chocolate. I would just close my eyes. <laughs> I wish our listeners now, could see now Patrick's how, now face. How, <laughs> now how much like, are we talking? <laughs> Is this all the time? So I'll just like I just won't eat crap. <laughs> it, like, it, it or is this like some sort of fear factor thing where it's like, all right, here you go, you got five minutes to to eat this. Let's let's just say it's like it's a moderate amount. It's not like a, <laughs> a moderate amount, it, like a yeah. It's like it's like it's not like, like a spoonful. Who's moderate amount? Like, are we talking like mine or my I kids? Mean, like, <laughs> it's enough. It's enough what? that you're gonna suffer either way. But it's not so much that like it's downright just disgustingly terrible you know right, it's well, not just a spoonful but it's not like a supersized sub 20 foot sub yeah. from subway i don't can, know yeah can i get the large crap uh, number one please yes uh <laughs> the crap flavored chocolate or the chocolate flavored flavored crap you gotta choose this you is a, eat one a, or the other one and done like or is this for the rest of yeah, my life. Yeah, this is not, there's not, I mean, if you want to make <laughs> it fun, sure, it's the rest, it's the rest <laughs> of your life. Think, it's, it's 500 grams of, of chocolate or crap. And it's for the rest of your life. You have to eat it every day. All right. I got a serious question. I think needs to be answered. Is the crap hard like the chocolate is? Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious question. Though. I mean, you're not going to drink a, how uh, did we get here? Drink a shake how here. No, it's it's not like it's not like month old dog crap found in somebody's yard that was too rude to not scoop it. It's, <laughs> it's white. <laughs> it's semi fresh. It's like a day old. So hardened on the outside. Good. Ah, it's it's more like yeah, hard on the outside, chewy on the inside, like soft and mm. chewy. It's all right. I'm gonna go with the oh, gosh crap that tastes <laughs> like chocolate. <laughs> it's yeah, so bad, man. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It's awful. Y'all y'all are making me queasy just talking about this. Like <laughs> Uncomfortable yet? Mark, how about you, buddy? What are you gonna eat? You ain't the poop or the chocolate. <laughs> um, I would rather have I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I would rather have the crap that tastes like chocolate. Yeah, alright. I am not <laughs> Because because Yes, it doesn't look appeasing at all. Like it, it well, looks. It's nasty, crap. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but it tastes awesome. So you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Whereas you got to take a bite of the chocolate, and I, personally, I've never tasted crap. So I don't know what I would find when I whenever I tasted it. I don't imagine it would be any good. But you know, at least you know you take a bite of the crap. I'm like, oh, hey, it's chocolate. I love. But you chocolate. also got to think so. about the uh, aftermath. You know, the, the diseases that and uh, you know sickness that you're gonna get from eating the crap. Are you sure? Are you sure, Mark? You want to eat? It's eat really crap? gonna freak him out. Hey, you said it too. <laughs> <laughs> you're going down with me, buddy. We're doing this together. <laughs> hey. I'm joining you guys. I'm going to eat that. Challenge Bean number sweet. 15, Lucas. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I found some, oh, found gross. Some, <laughs> some crap. And ironically, it tastes like chocolate, and I can't wait to eat it for you on Twitch. I am getting off this podcast before 20 now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have 19 reviews? Peace, I'm out. I'm <laughs> uh, hey, remember that train we were talking about earlier? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're off that, that. You're off those the rails, crap covered rails we <laughs> slipped right off of those a long time ago <laughs> so 
that apparently tastes like chocolate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so next one, you're on a deserted island. Would you rather eat your naturally dead friend or kill your favorite pet, past, present, or future, and eat him or her or it? This is the worst game ever. Hey, I told what? you it was going to get uncomfortable, my friend. <laughs> Awkward uncomfortable. So you have the... We are like tap dancing over uncomfortable right now. Yeah, we right are. Now. All right, come on. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm sorry, PETA. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ciao, Cisco. See you but, later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, Cisco. But, you know, if if I had to... The choice between, you know, eating a naturally dead person... No, but you also have to, kill, you also or, have to take Cisco out. Like he's, he's yeah, there. Do the deed. He's, it he's like be, smiling it would be at more you. Difficult. He's smiling at you like, let's play, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the greater good, Cisco. No, I'd, I'd, uh, I do the, uh, I do a person, uh, make it a little game out of it. Made a little battle royale, you know, duke it out one on one, none I mean, left you, standing. You don't have to do that. Your friend's already naturally. Well, he's no, the person's already oh, dead. dead. Naturally oh, dead. Naturally dead. Yeah. Oh man. But then you have to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> whole different question now. <laughs> he thought you had to kill yeah, a I'd, human or kill the yeah, dog. I, I, <laughs> it's the difference oh, yeah. between the, the killing. <laughs> it would be easy. But your friend's naturally dead. They died of it's, natural causes. Died in their yeah. sleep. Okay. Well then, crazy well then it's yeah. the difference between cannibalism. I'll, uh, I'll kill Cisco. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> How dare you? No, but that's not your favorite pet, Patrick. What's your favorite pet that you've ever had? Oh, it was my cat. All right. Now you have to look at that, your cat in the face. And then you got to take him out. Yeah, him. I'll do that. I can't, All right. I can't eat it's, a decomposed uh, person. It's the difference between cannibalism and survival. I would uh, I would choose cannibalism probably. I'll survive. I'm not. I'm not about to kill like my dog. I'm with. There. I'm with Ronnie. It's the. It's the killing factor that this. If did I me were the in. dead friend, I would want my friend to eat my body. Exactly. It's more meat, and you didn't kill them. They're naturally dead. You're not waiting till they're rotting. You're just like, oh, that's too bad. And, and if you get then, a dog or a cat on a deserted island, they could also hunt. Because of that. Exactly. I don't know about my, my cat. I, my cat did uh, the clawed. I was gonna say a hunter. <laughs> so, a hunter cat. What? My my dog would totally catch all the little critters all over the island and bring them back to me. So after I finished off my friend that died naturally, I would move on to the squirrels and stuff. That <laughs> my I'm, dog I'm pretty sure most of the things, I'm pretty sure most of the things on the deserted island would kill my dog. So, That's true. You know. Those hawks would just pick Cisco right up. <laughs> all right. I got two more if you can survive. Would you rather leave your child unemployed and homeless or, or now your child's an adult. So would you rather leave your adult child unemployed and homeless or pay for their drug habits and illegal activities? Unemployed and homeless, I'd have to say. Because at least they can they can work up to getting back into into a job eventually. Um, does it absolutely suck? And would I ever really want that for my child? No, of course not. But at the same time, I would not want to feed uh, anybody's drug habit. You know, having a, a family member close to me die of, of a drug habit, um, of a drug overdose, I would never want to feed into anybody and their drug habit because that can ultimately kill them. 
and make their life worse. Whereas, you know, with the unemployed and homeless, yeah, for a, a moment in time, a, a lo possibly long moment, but who knows, uh, but they could eventually come back um, and, 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 you know, get a job and that kind of stuff. Whereas I just feel like I'd be feeding them poison, basically, with a drug habit. Yeah, so. yeah I agree with Mark on that one, for sure. Yep, I do as well. And I also 100% agree with Mark on that one as well. Okay, last one. Would you rather end the life of a single human being or 100 cute baby animals? This is so what dark. in the world? Why? Why? <laughs> no. Did you not pay attention to what the name of this is? Now, we're going to get slapped with an explicit thing now, for who this Now, <laughs> who is this person? Just randomly, just oh, down the street. It's like, all right, <laughs> he's it. It could be. It Done. could be a rando. We'll, we a we won't make it. We won't make it too personal. It's a rando. It's just a random person. So, what are just, the uh, sentences for killing a person versus one hundred cute animals? Am I, I, mean, I am I going to get caught? It's <laughs> <laughs> probably no. the difference between like five it's, to ten years and. It's between life. you and God. You're not going to get caught. Shoot. Oh, okay. Uh, Shoot. <laughs> uh, I had a decision to no, make, God. That's all I had. Except for God, obviously. Why did you give me this choice? I'd kill a person. I couldn't do it yep, 100 times. No thanks. Yep, I, I'm, I'm going with the person also. If I were the random person, I would want them to kill me right now. <laughs> the animals. <laughs> Don't kill those cute little puppies. <laughs> Go ahead. Take me. It's fine. Mark? Do I have to kill the... Baby animals one at a time, or can I do it all at once? It, it's up to you. You can do it however you want. <laughs> one big dynamite stick. Yeah, just tie them all to a dynamite stick. <laughs> stick a dynamite. I hate you for making me think this way. <laughs> and this is how um, their podcast unraveled. <laughs> the end. A <laughs> uh, simple gosh. game of would you rather. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I love animals. I promise, but over killing a human being, yeah, uh, I'd have to go with the animals. I'm you're, sorry. You're, you're a monster, <laughs> Mark. You yeah. are a monster. Well, you're a monster. You're a monster either way. <laughs> yeah. so. You really are. But I'm I'm with you, Mark. I would also kill the. I would I would take out the hundred cute baby animals. Uh, I I can't take a a human life. So, whether they're ugly, mean whatever person's a person all right yep. well that ends our first and probably last would you rather <laughs> on our podcast Hold on, I, I, have, I have one addition oh, i want to add to this we have a bonus would you rather i can't we got wait. a bonus would you rather for you guys mark i think you're especially gonna like this one let's hear it who would you rather the next batman be Dwayne the rock johnson or <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ronnie, that's question a tough of one. the show. <laughs> a tough one. We should pull that on Twitter. <laughs> oh man, we all win. Tough, tough decisions. Everybody wins though. The Rock says, "Get in the Batmobile, Robin." <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable answering that question. Is he going to hurt any cute animals? Or eat my favorite pet. <laughs> Just kidding. Dwayne the Rock Johnson for me. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a resounding Dwayne the Rock Johnson, for sure. Patrick, I'm gonna go with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ronnie, 
What is who is Dwayne <laughs> What is who is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you answered that question. Figured I would cover oh. all bases there. <clears throat> With that being said, we're going <laughs> What is who is? What is who is? What is why why is? I got a better one for you. Why is who the Rock Johnson? Why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> all right, fantastic question, Ronnie. To end us on, thank you for lightening the would you rather since I was so eager to make it dark and uncomfortable. But we've got to circle so back. Dark. So dark. We've got to circle back to the uncomfortableness, and to do that. We're going to be going to Discord and uh, our listeners. So, friggin' Nutcase, Travis, our buddy, he said, what is an awkward situation that, helped you, that you helped your children through? I'm thinking there are some stories to be heard. Patrick, this one's just for you and me, but feel free, Mark and Ronnie, to chime in on anyone you've helped get through an awkward situation. So, well... <laughs> Uh, one comes to mind uh, for my son. Um, he was, I think this was last year or the year before, uh, when he figured out that uh, he was a boy. <laughs> and yes. he had certain things <laughs> that girls do not. Uh-huh. So he would, anybody that he came a- across, he would say, I have this. Girls don't. <laughs> and I have this. Girls don't. And I'm like, oh my gosh, buddy, you just can't tell just like random people that. So oh, it was more man. awkward for me <laughs> than it was for my son because he was so excited about it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know how if I. You know if I helped him through that <laughs> necessarily. But, uh, you know, just talk to him that, yeah, yeah, girls don't have this, you know, boys have this. There's a difference. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not, he's he's only four. And, uh, you know, my daughter's eight. Uh, so, like, I handle I handle uh, Clark's uh, things. And then, really, my, my wife handles the awkward situations uh, for Claire. Because I, do, oh, I yeah. do not. I do not feel comfortable uh, talking to her about... <laughs> Uh, those things. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm right there with you, Patrick. Both my kids are uh, a tad bit older. At least my son, he's six, and my daughter's eight, uh, around the same age as Claire. Um, but, yeah, I, for me personally and for my kids, overall, none of us, my wife is probably the, the one who is most uncomfortable with, with, you know, different things, boys and girl things and all that. Uh, for my for myself, I'm not really, I don't I don't really make a big deal about it or really feel a lot of pressure for it. But I also understand that it's good to draw boundaries for kids, just so they're not overly comfortable. But at the same time, you also want to you don't want to scare them or make them think, oh, it's bad or you know those kind of things. So uh, I try to play the the middle ground with it. But I've definitely, as Patrick, as you've alluded to, I've definitely been in awkward situations with with my kids. You know. Uh, occasional, you know, as they've gotten older, they stare, you know, and <laughs> like, okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna set some boundaries. So there's no staring and those kind of things. Uh, and then just in general, just kind of explaining kid to kids about stuff that they don't need to blurt it out. Uh, you know, those situations where you're in public and your kids are like, daddy, why is that man so fat? <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know and it and it hel- it's helped in brazil that 
many people don't understand what they're saying. And so I can just be like, Hey, you shouldn't say that. Um, but there, there have been times where, you know, you just teach your kids public etiquette and going back to the, the birds and the bees things and the boys and girls stuff. I know there's been a couple times that we like to watch, uh, national geographic and planet earth and animal shows with our kids. Sometimes they're very, you know, the realistic ones where the animals are fighting and stuff. Sometimes the animals do what animals do and they make other animals. And there were definitely yep. a couple times that <laughs> my kids were just like, uh, why are they fighting like that, dad? <laughs> why are they <laughs> and I'm like, well, so, and I can't say that I like took that as an opening. Some people, some parents are like, well, that's the opening that you talk about the birds and the bees with your kids. I haven't been able to do that yet. And so yeah. we've just been pretty much like, well, that's, you know, some are, that's what some animals do. They're their boyfriend or girlfriend, or I don't remember even remember how we worded it, but I don't think we said boyfriend or girlfriend. That would be very awkward later on in life when they get boyfriends and girlfriends. Mm. So we've pretty much said that's just some of the things animals do. And I can't yeah. say that I can't say that I help my kids, but <laughs> at least they're not like, they're not scared about it, but they're also cautious. Like they understand the boundaries and all that stuff. So that's the kid stuff. Uh, our buddy Sheldor also on the discord said that moment <clears throat> When you're with someone at a store and they're behind you, you start talking to them and you turn around and they're not there. They've just walked away before you started talking. <laughs> so you're just talking to some, but instead of talking to your friend, you're talking to some random person you've never met before. Oh, Does yeah, that, happen that happens to anyone? all the time. It's like, oh, where, where, where'd, where'd they go? Oh, hey, hey, sir. Oh, they went that way? Okay. <laughs> or like or like when you go to you go up to somebody and you think it's that person from like far away and then you realize it's not that person yeah. or, at all. Or or they wave at in your area and you think they're talking to you and they're actually talking to someone they actually know behind you. That, yeah. That's yep, the worst. They're like, Oh, you don't know me. Okay, I'm move, I'm just gonna pretend like this didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, Tim Pollan, he just posted a gif of Indiana Jones that says snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. On this podcast, we've encountered some animals. Tonight, Patrick encountered a spider. I've encountered a cockroach. Uh, I do not like any creature that can move faster than I can track them with my eyes. So like skittery creatures like cockroaches, mice, rats, uh, anything that can move too fast for me to react, I am not a fan. How about you guys? Uh, I am not a fan of wasps or bees. Oh, yeah. Uh, not a fan at all. And I, I think I actually told it on a previous episode of the podcast where I actually had a wasp fly into my mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. And and the best part and, and going into uncomfortable well, situations. Wait, the best here. part of this? this? Was... <laughs> the best part? <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Okay. Maybe a poor, okay, let me, let me, poor choice of words. Let me, quali- let me qualify that. The most hilariously awkward part of okay. it and uncomfortable part of it is this was in elementary school. And, and, you know, when we would go out to recess and it was time to go back into the school after recess was over... We'd have to line up by our classrooms, and uh, everybody was lining up to go back in for recess. And in front of the whole school, I literally had a wasp fly into my mouth. And I had to, like, struggle to pull it out of my mouth. I threw it on the ground, 
and stepped on it several times. Did it sting? In it did sting in your mouth. It it did not sting. Wow! Me, wow! You are incredibly lucky. lucky. You are lucky. That's that's you grabbed it and everything. Oh, that's given me. Oh, the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was a little uncomfortable on a couple of different fronts. Now, would you rather so. have a wasp fly <laughs> into your mouth or a spider <laughs> crawl in your mouth? Mm. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather kill a hundred cute puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would suffer. Let the puppies live. Yeah. Depends. Is the spider poisonous? No. Spider. The spider. Yeah. Spider I'd, for sure. I'd go with the spider too. Okay. Because how long? It's gross. Wait, how, but at least how long do I have to hold it in my mouth? Uh, it's just a flyby. Yeah, is it, is it just like in my mouth and I three <clears throat> seconds? Yes. All right, I I could do three seconds. If it's like a whole day, I'm out. A whole day. Oh, <laughs> Why isn't Lucas talking? Oh, he's got a spider in his mouth. He can't do anything about it. <laughs> Who brought the freak? All right, uh, Ashley Michelle, our Scottish friend on the Discord, said, "Okay, so two things that make me feel uncomfortable are dogs begging for food while I eat." They just stare at you the whole time. It's awful. Also, you guys, well, I'll go ahead and just read the rest. Also, noisy eaters. I'm talking about open mouth, smacking lip eaters. I can't stand it. Oh, And my question yes. is, and in addition to this, we can touch each of these, uh, touch points on each of these. But my question is, how do you normally express your awkwardness or uncomfortableness when you feel that way? Now, first of all, I want to apologize to Ashley if you're listening right now. Please forgive us for any comments we've made about puppies and dogs, especially me earlier, <laughs> about killing them. Given the fact that you're uncomfortable. No animals were harmed. Yeah, no animals were literally harmed in the recording of this. But given that you're uncomfortable with dogs begging for food, you definitely <laughs> you definitely did not like some of our responses about <laughs> cute animals earlier. <laughs> so, All right. So what do you guys think? Dogs begging for food? Oh, I don't know. I guess it really depends on the dog. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't mind it because I have a dog. She's we call her a beggar dog, and yeah, she like hops around and she you know spins around, her tail's wagging, you know. So for for my dog, I don't mind it. Now like a big dog that slobbers all over me, while while I'm eating, no, no, no thanks. That'd be gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. If it's a dog that's not mine, it's very uncomfortable because I don't know. Can I just toss it a little piece of food or? Like, do I need to be mean? Like, what's what's what am I supposed to do? But if it's my dog, I'll be like, oh, you already ate your food, or there's a treat over there, or go away. Um, I, it doesn't bother me that much. I think it depends on how close the dog is. Like, if he's, like, right on top of you, then definitely awful. Yeah. But, I mean, if they're, like, sure. you know, six or seven feet away, laying on the rug in the middle of the room, like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like, like Cisco, uh, a lot of times, he'll just sort of, sit and stare at you the whole time and, and it's not like it's not uncomfortable but it's just like you know you try to enforce that that's bad behavior and so you know a lot of times my wife or, or myself will be like no bag no yeah stop it yeah if they whine that that annoys me and i won't give them, i won't want to give them food but if they just stare at me silently and make those sad like puss in boots eyes like <laughs> and really pull at your heartstrings i will say that that is very uncomfortable how about noisy eaters? No, thank you. If you're a noisy eater, I'm walking away. 
for sure. Like I walk cannot... it away. We cannot be friends. No, if my if my wife uh, comes in while it's like super quiet and she's just eating, like, and I can hear every single crunch or whatever that she's eating, even if she's not eating loudly, I just hear it. I'm like, mm, nope, I gotta get out of here. I'll I'll leave the room until she's finished. Like I can't. Like if we're all eating like uh, together at dinner, it doesn't bother me. But if I'm not eating and I hear someone else eating, I can't stand it. And my daughter, she said that I have some I have some sort of phobia about it. Uh, there's like a there's like a, some sort of uh, phobia that is named after you can't stand noisy eaters. I don't know. I can't remember nice. what it is, but she always does it for me just to get a rise out of me. I'm like you stinker. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, my wife. Um, I, I don't really have. Although I knew one guy, one guy in college that like he would smack his lips all the time whenever he, he would eat anything, and it, it, it got annoying, I guess. But um, but my wife is actually more notorious about it than I am because like a lot of times when we when we sit down to eat dinner or something like that, a lot of times we'll put something on TV to watch while we're eating, and she will not let me take a bite of my food. She was like, "Nope, don't eat yet." <laughs> until we turn the until we turn the show on because at that point she can't hear me eating. <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny yeah, I, I sympathize with her yeah. for, yep i think yeah. it's totally annoying but i think what's worse than that is if somebody is talking to you on the phone and eating oh. that absolutely is the worst because it is right in your ear yeah yeah i mean like yeah. if if uh if i call you and you're eating i'll say I will call you back. Now, yeah. if you call me and you're eating, it's like you called me. How about you hold on for a second, or just call me after you're done. <laughs> say eating. what you got to say, or finish eating and then call me back. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all based on context. If if there are like if you're in a group of people and there's a number of people smacking their lips, I think it's okay. But if you got that one dude or dudette that's just like and like there's not a lot of conversation happening that is terribly awkward because it's yeah. just like all the attention is on their loud we had a uh mark we maybe went to the same we had a same friend in school because i also had a friend that he was so like you could hear him uh like tables down in the cafeteria you could hear him smacking his lips <laughs> oh, it was so so loud and then on top of that he talked so loud so that was a bad combination uh, but that can be very uncomfortable. And how do you guys normally express your awkwardness or uncomfortableness? Is there like one certain way? Are you tactful? Uh, are you outspoken? Quite the opposite, actually. Silence. Passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Yep. Stare, Absolutely. Walk away. Down. Roll my eyes. Do something like that. It's so much better when it's when you when uh, it's like a, maybe a trio and two of you are awkward or, or, or feel awkward and the other person doesn't get it. That's that's when the awkwardness is kind of fun. You kind of look at each other like wide eyes, like what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, like with the guy, the guy I knew in school, um, I had another buddy of mine that he he recognized the dude was doing it too, and so we'd be talking to each other, and one of us would randomly look at the other and go, <laughs> like making fun of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happens for sure. That's funny. I'm I'm more of a, it depends on my relationship with you. If you're a friend or if you're my kids and it's really bad, I'm just gonna be like, can you uh, 
you know, can you cool it Stop a little it. bit? Like maybe close the mouth for a little bit. That would be nice. Um, but I, I, again, it's the context. If overall people are just eating loudly and there's lots of conversation, I don't make a big deal. If there's background yeah. music, you know, it's cool. But if it's like a silent room, you're eating in a library and you just hear, oh, oh, oh. potato chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My wife. No, see, eats, the uh, beginning of one. potato chips isn't bad. It's when it gets like the potato chip gets super wet in their mouth and they just they're slosh. No, just. <laughs> Sloshing potatoes. Sloshing it around. Yeah. What's your wife do, Patrick? Oh, yeah. She eats uh, popcorn one kernel at a time. And Ugh. I'm like, oh, it's going to take you two hours to eat this. All right. I'll see Just you later. I'm going to go play some games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You don't really care. You just want to go play games. Uh, well, I mean, I have that I have that phobia or whatever, it's, whatever it is. Oh, but yeah. She knows that's it. true. She knows it. Um so anyways, and Patrick, yeah. do you go in for the popcorn like handful style and like stuff it up against your face and like yeah, I put like forty five in one yeah in one <laughs> yeah. bite yeah and like and 80 percent <laughs> of it goes into your mouth, twenty percent goes back in the bowl or your lap or the floor. Oh, it yeah. always looks yeah. like it's your first time There's eating. Nothing in, like, like three a couple uh, lap <laughs> yeah. uh, popcorn kernels. Yeah, it's like oh, I missed a couple oh, for sure. All right, VP Barnaby Butters said that awkward moment when you don't know what to say or what to ask. <clears throat> When was your last awkward silence moment? Was it funny to remember, or is it still awkward to talk about? I'm a man of few words, like, <laughs> which is funny as I'm talking about this. Um, basically, like, if I have something to say, something important to say, I'll say it. But I have a hard time a lot of times with small talk. And then once I'm done telling you what I need to say, it, it's like this awkward silence. Um so like a lot of phone conversations where like I've said what I need to say and then it's like okay that's that's all that's all I have <laughs> okay, to say bye. about that it's like the it's like the force the force gump approach that's all I have to say about that <laughs> that's a great way to end it if you don't know how to end it you say well life's like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> may a Jenny woman like peas and carrots Okay, I'm going to stop now. But, yeah, that's me. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> case in point. I, I rest my case. We were trying to make it awkward as possible for you. <laughs> it worked. I could stop laughing. So on an island out there. Marks is like, yep, that's it. Here I am. <laughs> Said to use the same line with us. <laughs> Lucas, these are my friends. Away so far, <laughs> these are my friends. Oh, that was good. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. I mean, like the last time, I think it was uh it was earlier this week or late last week at work. Uh, I went up to uh, one of my coworkers and I started talking to her about like a procedure uh, and a particular scenario, and uh, she was just looking at me. And I'm like, what? And I thought to myself, am I am I talking? Am I asking her a question? What is what 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 is happening? Why is she just like staring at me like like I'm speaking a different language? And it was so awkward. And then she start then she starts talking. And then after she's done talking, she doesn't like end the conversation. She just like it was like you know stopping in like a mid sentence kind of thing. And she just looks at me. I'm like, uh, okay, that's all I need. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> it was so weird. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh man, 
that that makes me think of uh with my daughter she has these moments where you could explain something backwards forwards in multiple languages and by the time you finish she'll just be like i don't understand and there's <laughs> been made you go through the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and i just get to the end and i just look at her i don't understand I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I just explained it. I don't even know how to explain I just explained you 20 MCU movies in three hours. Exactly. It's Infinity War Part 1. Okay. Endgame is Part 2. Oh, just go to IMDb. Exactly. And Mark, I also relate to what you said, where you just kind of like sometimes you're saying something. I don't know. Like, I don't mind talking, but there's sometimes I don't know how to end up what I'm saying, and so I do that, and I like <laughs> I end with a I end with a so, and then the one that you guys haven't mentioned that to me is the most awkward is Skype, FaceTime when you have a little bit of blip in the the internet and people don't know who's talked last or you just kind of stare at each other because there's a delay. Or you both talk at the same time and then you both stop because you don't want to interrupt each other yeah. because of the delay. That happens on this podcast. like on this podcast. No, I don't know. I feel like we just kind of barrel through sometimes. We're like on those train tracks just going without a care in the world. But sometimes when I talk to my family and friends on, uh, on, on FaceTime or whatever, it can get a little awkward. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving okay, on. Bye. <laughs> uh, Jeff Maxwell, our buddy on Facebook, he said, adults yelling at children in public or being put into a situation where I have to yell at my children in public, public laugh out loud. And then also, as a bonus, when that guy at the urinal next to me doesn't answer my questions. this guy i'm just glad he didn't continue with the kid theme he was doing that would have been very awkward (laughs) why are you answering my questions (laughs) he's that guy i was talking about in in that episode where we talked about the the bathroom do you flush once or twice he's the guy (laughs) what do you like to hum when you're peeing No, truth be told, though, like I, um, it's it's awkward with with adults yelling at at kids for sure, um, especially when it's just like overbearingly loud. How about but how about kids also, yelling at parents? That as well. That is more awkward, especially yeah. like yeah, and like um, children acting up in a restaurant like. Um, you know, you have babies crying all the time and stuff, but like you've got little like two or three year olds that are like having a temper tantrum in the middle of the restaurant and they like stand apart from everything oh, else yeah. going on in the restaurant. Um, but but also I would take this a step further and it's actually one of the things that I kind of listed on my uncomfortable situations, but any any sort of argument or high tension situation or conflict that you are not directly involved in, but yet you're standing there in the middle, like while that's going on, like yeah. any sort of situation like yeah. that is super awkward. Like obviously, you know, I work at a car dealership and a lot of times, you know, with customer service, 
there's some very unsatisfied customers sometimes. Um, and, and so you get people who are, who are angry or really upset and, um, you know, they're mad at whoever they were talking to and I'm right there in the middle of it and I don't know what to do. So I just kind of put my head down and I'm just, I'm sitting in silence while this is going on. I'm just like it's gonna pass. You just like just like, like slip it's into the pass. bushes like Homer Simpson does in that GIF. Just like this. <laughs> yeah, <in that> GIF. <laughs> <laughs> just slip right back. You didn't see anything. Yeah, I I totally agree with you though, Mark. Like I feel like there's nothing that's more awkward than like the person in front of you in line is like throwing a fit about something. Oh yeah. Like and it's just oh it's the worst because you're just standing right in the middle of it. and There's really just nowhere you can go. <laughs> He's at the wait it out. Got to wait it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's been times when I've I've been in that line and I've been really angry about something and then that person goes off. That's this is the positive side of it and then I'm like, "You know what? I'm cool. I don't I don't need to I don't need to add any more to this poor customer service person or whoever's getting yelled at. I don't need to add any more to what they're going through right now. I can you know, it almost for me it all it humbles me or or helps me like kind of do a reality check and be like i don't want to be that guy that just went off in front of me and so actually sometimes it can be a good thing to go through that but i i feel the awkwardness of those situations uh and i you know and a lot of times it's the extremes isn't it like you get the the kid that's going really crazy and the parent goes crazy back on them or another the other side of it when the parent tries to almost like pretend like the kid's not doing anything bad and they're just like they're they're trying not to make eye contact with anybody else around them or even the kid. Yeah, the old, they're just like they're, it's like the they're praying. Sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yeah, routine. sweep the child under the rug. <laughs> it's like they're <laughs> they're praying for the child to somehow not be possessed by the devil and to calm down. And a lot of times that that never works. And uh, a lot of times, a hundred percent of the times, it sometimes works. Um, but yeah, I, I we feel you, Jeff. So, do you guys have any notable? Uh, uncomfortable moments that weren't mentioned, anything that either gets under your skin or is awkward, uncomfortable that you've experienced recently? Mm, I guess I'll go. Okay. Uh, my probably most uncomfortable situation um, is talking about uncomfortable situations. Cool. Like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody else just feel uncomfortable from him mentioning? I'm glad that? you mentioned that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I think for me, um, one that was not mentioned is is walking into like just like a normal bathroom, like a single use bathroom, not single use bathroom, but like not like a public bathroom. Yeah, you only use the bathroom. Was it like a porta potty, <laughs> and then it like disposable bathroom? It dis- it dis- <laughs> the porta potty disintegrates once you use it. Biodegradable. No, porta-potty. like a like a bathroom, like a bathroom in a house or something like that. Um, basically, like you don't realize that someone's in the bathroom, and then you open the door, and then you find out somebody's in the bathroom and <laughs> yeah. they're using the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to tell us a story, Mark. <laughs> so my mother-in-law. Well, <laughs> no, thankfully, thankfully not, no. But um, 
I remember a while back, um, I had um, a roommate. Names, please. Basically, like, I cannot name <laughs> names for, for... Make it more awkward, please. The Thanks. sanity of all involved. <laughs> no, it was it was a... Um, a friend of the person that I was I was with uh, the person I was married to at the time, um, and she was actually staying with us, um, and um, and basically uh, I didn't realize that there was anybody in the bathroom because the bathroom door was always shut, um, and so I went to go to the bathroom and she was just getting up off the toilet. So yeah, whoops. <laughs> Oopsies. Yep. You know, here in Brazil, this is something that goes along lines with this that is very it's it can be awkward sometimes. Um, but they close the door to the bathrooms when they're not being used. So there have been times when I've been at someone's house and I've just stood there for like five minutes <laughs> waiting to use the bathroom. <laughs> and the people that live there are like, What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm waiting to use the bathroom. They're like, Nobody's in there and I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna go use the bathroom now. Thanks. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm constantly in doubt. And I'm like, who, whose idea was it? And there are businesses here in Brazil that they put a sign on the door, please close the door after using the bathroom. And I'm like, how so are like you supposed to know? Time. It's a guess every time. So you knock and you're just waiting for that moment when, you know, there's going to be one time where I'm like, oh, well, the door's closed. So nobody's using it because that makes sense. And I'm just going to open it up and there's going to be some stranger or some person that I do not want to see in that situation. So... They just need to. They just need to make it a law that anytime you lock the door, or or whatever, um, when you're using the bathroom, it's like one of those, you know, occupied. Yeah. Or, or and they should. Kind of that things. should be a. That should be a, a rule or a standard. But it's not. There are countless bathrooms that it's are not. unmarked. Like other than the fact that they're <laughs> called. They have a bathroom sign. But you have no idea if it's occupied or not. You just have to guess. It's good. It it it's mm. definitely awkward and uncomfortable <clears throat> now that I'm thinking ever, about it. You ever knock to find out and you don't hear the person's response the first time? Then oh. you have to knock a second time and they shout angrily that somebody's in there? <laughs> That's an awkward one. I haven't had them shout angrily, but I've had people that don't respond. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I always respond. When someone knocks, I'm like, busy, in here, pooping, whatever. You know, I <laughs> say it. <laughs> I yeah. say it for what it no. is. Where there's there's deuce, times whatever. where in, when I'm at work and the uh, cleaning crew comes in and they're like, they're like, uh, clean up, and I know there is someone right next to me, and I'm waiting for a second for <laughs> them to say it, Like, happen. and they don't say anything. I'm like, yep, <laughs> yep, we're in here. <laughs> yep, we're, we're taking care of business. <laughs> yeah. There's... Me and the silent guy. <laughs> yeah, me and the silent guy that won't say anything. <laughs> now that we're talking about this. Yeah, that's like. Uh, le- let me oh, just share ahead. real quick. Now that we're saying this, I do remember there was one time I forgot to lock the door to the bathroom when I worked at a school and a dude totally walked in on me, like going to the bathroom. Mm. I was sitting there and I just kind of looked at him. It was <laughs> the like deer in the headlights. Like, what are you doing? in <laughs> <Yeah>. here?" <laughs> and he was just like, Oh, I'm so very sorry. He was so like, he covered his eyes. He was so embarrassed. And I was just like, well, yep, that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> but we were we so, were good friends so it wasn't a big i deal. bet you were best friends after that like yeah <laughs> we were it actually was very much a bonding moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> i washed my hands before we hugged uh, good that's good it's great <laughs> um you don't yeah, do it normally like, you know before <laughs> before you hug like only after you hugs. go to the bathroom like <laughs> 
Speaking of uncomfortable <laughs> situations. I'm not going to answer that so it makes it more uncomfortable. <laughs> um, no, like, um, you know, obviously I told you guys I used to be, I used to be a janitor. And um, I've never had this experience, but um, the there's a lady, I, uh, one of my coworkers, she was telling me um, that one time, you know, obviously, um, as Pat kind of alluded to, you know, especially if it's the opposite gender bathroom, um, you have to announce yourself to make sure nobody's in the bathroom right. before you actually go in yeah. um, with, with a public bathroom. And she, you know, one time she very much announced herself a, a couple of times and uh, she starts cleaning the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, dude just gets up, walks out of the out of the stall. And it's like and, and they train us basically like if something like that happens, you immediately have to like run out of the bathroom um, because you don't ever want to be in an uncompromising or in a compromising position like that um so it's like you immediately have to run out of the bathroom mm. <laughs> and i've heard stories of people like literally getting angry at people when they do that um but i just don't understand like why you wouldn't say anything <laughs> yeah for sure that doesn't make any sense whatsoever anybody else <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to all these awkward silence moments that we have in this. <laughs> oh, man. It's hilarious. Forgetting people's names. Oh, man. I just own it now. At this point in my life, I'm just like, look, I don't remember your name. Can you tell me? It usually, I tell everybody, I'm like, it takes me three times to remember your name. And usually, I don't. It just makes me think. It makes me think of the Dane Cook joke. Where he was talking about, he's talking to this guy. He's like, hey, hey, you. you yeah. Hey, you. Hey, guy. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's certainly awkward. That's totally awkward when you forget, though. And you, it's actually, it's, it's even more awkward when you, when like you're not just seeing them for the first time in a while, but you've been talking to them for a long time. And then all of a sudden, something comes up to say their name and you, don't realize you don't know your their name until you go to say it and you're like uh. yeah and there also there also comes a point <laughs> in a relationship you're like i should know their name by now <laughs> yes, been talking yes. for six <laughs> there's so many and you can't ask their name anymore it's like you have to ask uh, you, you pass the point <laughs> try to there figure are so out many people there are so many people in my church right now that i still don't know their name and i constantly am asking the pastors what is their name i should know their yeah. name by now Oh yeah, that is the worst, for sure. Yeah, I think that about covers it. So, <laughs> <laughs> besides the moments when I'm not sure if you're going to say something or not, I don't have any more uncomfortable moments. Well, I will say hospitals. Sometimes I'm a little uncomfortable in hospitals if I don't know the person. If there's somebody I know, and even then, sometimes it makes me a little uncomfortable. But that's just a side route. I'm gonna I'm gonna give one more. That's that's probably uh, not the most awkward, but it's like super common awkward, and that is what I like to refer to as doing the awkward sidestep dance. And that is when you're when you're when you're going in one direction, <laughs> and the <laughs> yeah. first, same person uh, is going okay. in the same direction, <laughs> yep. and you try to step out of their way, <laughs> oh, and they oh, go no, the same way. Oh, 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 you got, uh, uh, yeah. 
there's been times when I've just like grabbed their shoulders if I know them well enough. And then I just, we just spin. I force them to move around me and then I just continue. <laughs> yeah. That is awkward when you don't know the person real well, for sure. All right. I think we're going to close out the awkwardness and the uncomfortableness. Guys, it's been real. It's been real fun. And on a positive note, I have to say when I was thinking about this topic, uh, I actually was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. And a lot of the jokes that they make in Guardians of the Galaxy, to kind of loop it back, I mentioned that in my weekly update so many so many hours ago. Uh, and in that in that movie, there are so many awkward moments that are a part of the jokes that they're so funny in the same moment. And part of the reason that, you know, we wanted to talk about, you know, the things that we're talking about today is not just to bring up funny things and to laugh, but I think the positive and the negative can bring us together. It's one way to make connections with each other because we all have uncomfortable moments. We all have times when we instigate awkward times and when other people do. And I think our first reaction is to avoid them, to not talk about them, to sweep them under the rug. But it's a whole lot more fun to bring it up, to laugh about it, to f discover where we have commonalities with other people, to, to learn more about each other. So even with the many moments of awkward silence and some of the things we've talked about that have definitely made all of us uncomfortable at one point, uh, I've really just enjoyed being uncomfortable with you guys and uh, having some awkward moments with you guys. So thanks for joining me in this very awkward conversation. You guys have anything else to close us out? Maybe some awkward or uncomfortable music like Yanni or uh, that one song that always reminds me of those poor dogs that are dying. Uh, yeah. There you Sarah go. Or something. I used to like that song and now yeah. I just think of sad puppies when I hear that oh, song. Man. So yeah, that's it's awful. <laughs> Oh, well, I just so happened to have picked some either weird or uh, uncomfortable songs for the Good Morning Guys morning playlist, which you can always look up on Spotify. Uh, we're always adding new music to it, so you should go check it out and add it to your morning grind for sure. And so our three uh, new additions um, for this week are... Um, the Beatles, I Am the Walrus, because the song, the words to that song are just so weird and nonsensical. Cuckoo-cachoo, Jellyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second song is Justin Bieber's Baby. That's like, make you want to squirm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the song, I Feel Pretty, from West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will say that when Baby comes up, when I'm listening uh, to the Spotify list, I'm definitely going to skip that one. Because I, though I'm very glad that Justin Bieber is a Christian now and a very like solid uh, young man, I do not care for his music, and I will not listen to him sing to me and call me Baby. I will. I will not be offended by you Fair changing enough. it. But I will listen to <laughs> "I Feel Pretty" because I am a fan of that song for sure. I feel pretty. I'm offended, man. I still have Bieber fever. <laughs> all right well that's all there is so guys gals pat mark ronnie J, you listeners i think that's all for this good morning remember to connect with us on discord facebook youtube and twitter share with us your awkward and uncomfortable moments 
we are the Good Morning Guys or at the GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we have our second official community and listener-driven show. Our topic will be a surprise and will be decided by you, the people. Um, may God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Deus abençoe e a paz do Senhor. Até mais e tenha uma boa semana. Tchau, galera. One, two, three, four. Uh, next one. Would you rather speak all languages, only speak, not understand? But would you rather speak all, be able to speak all languages, or no? Let's just scratch that. If you can speak it, you can understand it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was gonna pick so, whatever the other option was. Yeah, you are. <laughs> would you rather speak all languages and understand them, or speak and understand all animals? Animals. Yeah, animals yep. too for me. Mark? Mark? I thought we had a Mark. Bueller? Is he still thinking about his answer? He's praying about his answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost him. He did He did write that he was having internet issues. We so. can never tell if Mark is actually here or not because he's <laughs> silent. Like he's silent and he sits completely oh, still. No. Oh, that poor guy. That's good because I hacked up that question. I can just do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> once we, again. once like, we get them back. You said like, speak all languages but not understand them. I was like, what the walking heck? around talking different languages. You never know anything. <laughs> what is he saying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I can tell him he's what so, you think if you want. He's such a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could the other option be any worse is what I was thinking. <laughs>